we get a lot of questions about physical intimacy, and most of those questions center around physical intimacy and how to recover that after there's been a betrayal in your marriage. So today, we're going to actually talk about all things physical intimacy, not just for the betrayed couple, but some do's and don'ts in the bedroom, and we're also going to provide you with this great resource that we have come across. So stay tuned. Hello, folks. (laughs) Hey. It was coming. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. You know, one day, uh, Nate Land, Nate Bargatze, who I love listening to, he's a comedian, uh, they're going to pick up on the fact that every now and then we say, hello, folks, because that's what And we'll what probably they get in trouble. No, because <laughs> they love it. They love it when people do that. I mean, they say people say it at their shows and people say it on the street when they see them. It's crazy. So, hello, Maybe folks. Maybe we could get him on here. Yeah. You think he would come on our podcast? I don't know. Mm. He's big time. But it's uh, not that we're not big time. Um, but no, this, I feel big time with these new microphones. I know. Well, I didn't finish our intro. Hello, folks. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant. Um, okay, there. Done. Uh, yeah, we've got, man, we had some, we had some friends, I know we, I posted about this the other day, but some friends called us up and, or texted and said, hey, can we come over? And, uh, we love this couple, um, and we were, we were kind of thinking to ourselves, um. Oh, no. Oh, no, I hope they're not having, <laughs> we didn't say that because, I mean, they're good, they, they're great, we didn't expect that, but we were like, oh, no, I hope they're not having marriage problems, and they walked in and they gave us this incredible new soundboard for our, uh, for our podcast, and it is awesome, and look, I'm, I'm gonna have to be honest, I'm not really a tech person, I learn, I have learned everything just by trial and error, it's a pretty little board that I have no idea how to use it's yet, so but, um, yeah, so we'll figure that out as Some we go along. But it's like pink. I'm like, ooh, let's turn the pink one up. I don't even know what that means. Well, you can change <laughs> the colors, too. So I have watched one video. Um, but, you know, over the next few uh, weeks, hopefully we'll uh, perfect how this sounds. But yeah. oh, it's so, it's so incredible. So I mean, even through my headphones, it sounds so much oh, clearer and great. Yeah, this is... Is that timer right there, how long we've been talking? No, that's what actually time it is. That's the actual oh. time of the day. Does that not does that not resonate with you in some way? Well, it's all right. No, that's what time it is. There probably is a way to do that, yes. so you would be able to right. know. I yeah. can see from my end, yeah. but I never. All know. right, I just sorry, talk people. Talk We're just excited about our um, our new equipment, and yeah. I hope that I hope that it enhances what we do, and I hope that you enjoy it. Um, but again, we're just grateful because there's so many people that really and truly believe in what we're doing. And, um, you know, if you haven't listened to the, to the episode, um, what, what was it called? The one about us where we just talked about ourselves a few yeah, weeks last, ago. That was just, no, that was two was weeks ago. Two, yeah. Weeks All ago. about us or something like that. I'll look uh, while you keep talking. Well, we just kind of told you know, who we are and what, we, what we're doing, like, right now in our lives. And, and, like, that's a perfect example of just, you know, this everything that we're doing. It's not like we're just raking in money from this marriage ministry. And, you know, there's things on the horizon that, that we'll be able to, to do and do more of. But 
everything that we're doing is just kind of investing back into what we uh, what we're already doing and making things better. And so for people to come alongside us and be like, man, we really believe in what you guys are doing. That's just what a blessing. Yeah, it's called to trust us. You need to know us. There, I'd have mm-hmm. never thought of that. <laughs> To trust us, you need to know us. So there you yeah. go. Um, all right. So today we're going to talk about, I was looking back through our survey. If you've never done our survey, you can go to our website, theredeemedmarriage.com. At the very bottom, it's, it's sort of obscure, but uh, we send stuff out on social media every now and then, just reminding people about the survey. And it just is an ongoing survey. Uh, but it gives you an opportunity to tell topics that you want to hear and I was looking back through that this week, and it's just, there's a, so many people that ask about physical intimacy. And, you know, for, for us, it, did, it was something that took, and we've talked about this topic a few times on, on here, but, you know, I, I, what really um, brought this back on was, was a resource that we found. And so we're going to share that with you in a little bit because it's really cool. And, uh, but at the same time, uh, we do want to just talk about the sensitive subject of physical intimacy and how important it is in your marriage and some of the do's and don'ts and, you know, some of the things that we've learned through our 27, 27. oh my gosh, we're going to be married 27 years start, uh, in about two weeks. So Yes. All right. All right, go. Wait, what did you just say? Oh, wait, it just happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I was like... Wait, we had our anniversary. The reason why I was because thinking that we're is because we're going to get to get to have a little bit of a of a anniversary trip. So, anyway. you just messed that up on national TV. Or and again, <laughs> there's no TV here, so we're bo- we are both losing it today. We just celebrated 27 years. Yeah, we did. And uh, yeah, so it was. Um, but, you know, the season of life that we're in, and you had started back school, and so mm-hmm. we didn't really celebrate it. So that's mm-hmm. that's why. Mm-hmm. Anyway. You gave me a great present, though. Thank I did you. give you a great but present. But we do get to go on a little vacation this yep. week for a That'll few days. Fun. That'll be fun. Yep. All right. Let's go. Physical intimacy. Physical intimacy. Let's do it. So, um, so here's here's the, the, big, the first big point that I want to make is just that um, the importance of intimacy in your marriage. Now... I, I always feel like this is such a hard topic because there are so many people that they can't be physically, they can't be intimate physically like we're talking about as far as just, you know, sexual intimacy. And there's lots of reasons for that. And so we we sympathize with that because we know that that's a real thing, that there's physical limitations, there's you know, different reasons why that might not be possible, age and things like that. Um, but at the same time, there are ways to be physically intimate at all stages of your life. And, you know, maybe that doesn't mean, you know, just the the general and the, what we're talking about as far as the act of sex, but, you know, there's there's other things that, that you need to continue to do to incorporate in your your marriage to make sure that you stay connected and stay intimate on a physical level. And if that's, you know, holding hands and, you know, um, laying in each other's lap and just, just the connection and the touch and just being there. So we understand that. And so we, we don't want to go without saying because, 
I mean, I know how it is. You listen to this, and some people will come back and say, well, we can't do that. And we get it. Like, And we understand that there are plenty of people out there like that. But we're speaking to the masses here. We're speaking to those people that are trying to figure out how do I stay connected to my spouse sexually in a physical way and bring that physical intimacy um, back into our marriage or enhance it or whatever it might be. Yeah. And then also we're going to cover a little bit of ground when it comes to um, after there has been infidelity, because that's super hard to come back from. Um, Physically, you don't know when to um, start that again. You don't know if it, you know, if you should um, go slowly into that. And I mean, there's just a lot of it that goes with that because of triggers and things that come back in that make that more difficult. So um, that's just kind of an extra layer to what we're going to talk about today. All right. So uh, the first thing that I just want to just mention and say is that God created sex. He designed Mm -hmm. sex for um, a married relationship. We believe that that the physical intimacy sex is designed for a husband and a wife after they have committed to a covenant relationship and it's supposed to be between the husband and the wife for the lifetime and so we know that there are plenty of people out there who have messed that up uh, because they did not save themselves sexually bef- you know for marriage um, and then I mean, Heck, the whole reason why we have this podcast is because um, because we messed that up, and Heather uh, was unfaithful in our marriage. And so, you know, we get it, and we understand what a sensitive topic that is. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I don't know, sometimes I just feel like, uh, you know, not that we're experts on it, but we have been broken in this Mm -hmm. area in a major way. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for us to be able to share some of our experience and our journey, hopefully is some help. But God created marriage, and that was the design. And, of course, man and sin um, has definitely messed that up and perverted it in different ways. But but God wants—his desire is for a couple— to enjoy each other physically. There's so much scripture about it. And I just can't help. I mean, we were talking about it last night, but I just can't help but go back to Song of Solomon. I mean, there's an entire book of the Bible that goes through the courtship and the marriage of this um, this couple. And it's basically an er- erotic love story just stuck in the middle of the Bible. And, of course, the language is different, and some of the things that they call each other, I would not recommend that you call your spouse those things. <laughs> but for that for that uh, age, sure. in that day and age, the you know, it would be like us picking up a steamy novel and listening to it mm-hmm. or, or reading it. And so, you know, the fact that that's put in the Bible for me is just... God's way of saying this is supposed to be good and fun and exciting, and we've just somehow messed that up along the way. Yeah. You know, I know that God gave us, um, I mean, he gave us sex, and he gave us that in the boundaries of marriage. And I know that we. he gives us those boundaries to keep us safe. 
he he gives us those boundaries before marriage um, so that we do not mess up um, the, the marriage bed. And then he also gives us those boundaries in marriage to protect and keep our marriage safe. But I would venture to say that there are a lot of people out there that have messed up one or both of those things. Mm-hmm. But instead of saying, well, we messed that up, I still think that God can honor um, what we're trying to do and, um, you know, forgiveness and that you have a clean slate and you get to start um, all over again. So if you're listening to us and maybe you had sex before marriage and, you know, you're bringing that baggage in and that heartache in and trying to walk through that with your spouse or if you have been unfaithful, um, during marriage, you're still trying to um, make that a sweet thing with your spouse, then this is for you. And then even if you haven't done either of those things, it's such a sweet reminder of what God's desire is for us in intimacy. So I think this just kind of is for everybody. We do know that physical intimacy is one of, it's one of the, it should be one of the main um, areas of your of your marriage, and b- because of that, there needs to be communication, and it's probably the least communicated mm-hmm. topic for most marriages. And people don't want to talk about it; they're scared to talk about it because you typically the husband and wife are so different, and it's just a very sensitive, and it's like walking on eggshells, and so. I would say that probably the first, if if we were making points here, the first thing would be that you need to regularly, regularly communicate about sex Mm -hmm. and, you know, desires. And because the other thing is, we know this is true, is that things change Mm -hmm. throughout the years and things that you enjoy or things that you want to do. Um, they they change, and, you know, maybe they're changing at a different rate or uh, than your spouse. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you can't expect your spouse to read your mind in those areas. And so I think that it's very important that you just set up, you set yourselves up to be able to communicate in a safe space. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's and that's I know it's much easier said. Well, it's easier to if you know that it's so much easier for you to be able to say, hey, let's talk about this. And given your sp- giving your spouse um, a safe place to say so, you you know, in in saying, hey, is there anything that I can do different in this area or, you know, just having that that conversation and asking questions. I think that's so much easier if a spouse asks the question and saying like, I genuinely want to know, then you having to just approach it and say, Hey, there's something I want to talk about. Mm -hmm. To me, it's easier. It's harder for me to come up and say, Hey, this is something I've been thinking about. than if you were to say, Hey, you know, is there anything that I can do different or is there anything you want to say or has anything changed? Just kind of given 
your spouse an open area and a safe place to talk about it. Because I think that sexual things are really hard to talk about because you feel like it's going to hurt the other one's feelings. If you say, hey, I really wish you would do this different Mm -hmm. or I wish we could do that different. It's not a slam on how you're doing it. It's just it would be better if we could do things this way. Mm Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Hey, let's let's do this because, I mean, I guess we, I know we could talk about this forever, and there's so many different things that we could talk about. Um, and we may be, because, look, we are very different, and mm-hmm. even on the physical intimacy side of things. So why don't we sort of, almost in a way, uh, in, the, in about 10 minutes or so, so we'll have time to share about our resource, but kind of almost popcorn it back and forth and just, like, briefly touch on like and like a touch point an issue of some sort that is is um you know maybe a little bit of a tricky subject when Mm -hmm. it comes to it so for instance like like one thing that I know couples struggle with is who initiates Mm -hmm. and so so I would say that what we've learned and what we know from you know different studies and just ourselves is that it's very important and crucial that both members of the marriage initiate sex from time to time. It doesn't need to be one-sided. the same one-sided mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. over and over and over. So that's what I'm saying. I'll, you know, just sure. throwing it back and then you you okay. think of something and 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 do it that way. Okay. So we can cover as much as we can. Sounds great. Oh, wait, my turn? I already did one. I just did one. So, no, but I wanted to expand on that a little bit. Because I think that that's very, very important. I think that even if you aren't the one that desires sex the most, I mean, we have found that in most couples, one desires it more than the other. Um, And, I mean, that's not always the case. But even if you're the one that doesn't desire it as much, it's super important that you initiate it some so that the other spouse doesn't feel like it's always them. Because it makes you feel loved when when your spouse initiates sex. It makes you feel wanted. It makes you feel desired. And if if your spouse never does that, then you, you feel... Yeah. Like they don't want you, you feel undesirable, you feel unwanted. And so if you're that spouse that's all, that never initiates, be the one that initiates every now and then. It doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be every time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll jump since you just talked about that. So, um, another thing that, that is often talked about is how one spouse or the other, one is a microwave and one Mm -hmm. is a crock pot, which means you know, most of the time in most situations, the guy can be ready, you know, at snap of a finger. And the wife usually needs a little more time to think about it and get sort of warmed up to the idea, Mm -hmm. a little more foreplay or at least thinking about it. And that's a real thing. So, um, but sometimes you've got, I mean, in, in some rare cases, you have a husband and wife that are exactly the same. And that's why it's so important to know each other and to not look down on the other person because they're different, but recognize that difference and know that there's certain things that, and that's not to say that you can't be spontaneous, you know, and that you have to tell somebody, you know, you got to tell your wife two days in advance that you want to have sex. I mean, it's not that. It's just that you know your spouse well enough to where you can talk about things and you sort of have um, an idea of what you need to do in that area if it is 
hey, I need to not spring this on you at 10 o'clock at night mm-hmm. when you're tired and you've been with the kids all day and you've been at work and, you know, just that that communication side of it and being very sensitive and respectful to that is very mm-hmm. important. And, you know, you're, you've always been really good at that. You'll send out something. You'll send me something in the morning that says like, Ooh, want to fool around tonight. And I have like the day to know that it's coming tonight, that that's going to happen, that I'm anticipating that and ready for it. But then in the same sense, you have always been, uber sensitive to if I came in and had a horrible day it's not like well I guess we're not going to have sex tonight you'll you know say something like hey let we don't have to do that tonight let let's put that off so you're you are really good at saying giving me advance notice mm-hmm. sometimes but then also being really sensitive to things that can happen during the day sure. that change that um so my popcorn what I was going to say is that um, your desires change over time. Mm. And, you know, we've, like you just said, we've been married 27 years and things are different and not necessarily bad different, but different from when we first got married and five years into marriage and then 10 years into marriage. I mean, I think from zero to five was the hardest time. Um, sexually, it was just, we didn't talk about it much. We had all these expectations, you know, that was just a little bit, a rougher time and then things got better and then we had the infidelity and so for us things changed dramatically because of that but it doesn't have to be infidelity that changes the fact that you have different desires and different needs and different wants as you change as my body changes as your body changes as we get older as we I mean and that doesn't mean it's always for the bad. Mm -hmm. Like I just remember after my double mastectomy, I was very self-conscious about my breast. And although that was something that we enjoyed earlier on, it had to shift Mm -hmm. and for me to go through that season. And, you know, I mean, I realize that's not a very popular thing, but that can be with weight. It can be, I mean, there's lots of physical changes. Um, You know, a lot of people after nursing, their boobs change, you know, as you get older. And so you become self more self-conscious of that. And so that changes your things in the bedroom, whether you want it to or not, Mm -hmm. because all of a sudden it's like, oh, let's do this with the lights off. We're more used to, I used to be more confident. You see Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I think that our desires and our, our wants change and that's okay. It's just important to make sure that you communicate those. I know for me, um, after infidelity, after there was an affair, my view of sex changed Because for me, and I can speak this 100% certain, that during, um, during the affair, it never was about sex for me. It was more about the, the intimacy. It was the being wanted that was a pull for me. So when we had to go back into being intimate together after that, then there was a lot I had to work through, and I can't imagine what you had to work through as far as being intimate together again. But for me, one thing that has never changed is that I am way more drawn to and desire the just feeling loved and feeling safe um, in 
in sexual relations than I am the excitement or the um, uh, help me. What am I trying to say? The excitement or the, oh, let's pretend, you know, the Mm -hmm. fantasy part. Like it's more of just I, when we have sex, when we have sexual relations, it is all about safety and feeling loved for me. And Mm -hmm. it's a sweet thing and it's a God honoring thing. And it's, and, and that's changed. It was, and it, and I don't mean that that's better or worse than it used to be. It's just that for me, that is what makes, helps me connect most with you whereas before or in the early years it looked different Mm -hmm. so I think it's just real important for people to know that life circumstances change things um relational they I mean it just changes and I don't think that it's fair to say that it's oh well that must be a trigger and that no it's just that those your things that we have gone through, circumstances that we have gone to, gone through, whether it's um, infidelity or not, they shape the people that we are, and they shape even our experiences in the bedroom with our spouse and what we desire. Because they are things that we desire as we walk through life that get fulfilled in the bedroom, and I desire safety with you and I desire protection with you and I desire um, feeling loved no matter what by you and that happens a certain way in the bedroom where it used to not happen that way does that make sense Mm -hmm. I know I've said that twice does that make sense it's because you're looking at me kind of no 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 I I mean like it you know people people ask a lot of times how we you know, get past what has happened. And like, there's triggers all the time. And like you talking about it, it triggers. Sure. And and it's hard. It's hard to listen. It's hard to hear you put words to that. So I'm saying that for the person out there that's like, oh man, you know, this couple has it all together. And, you know, when am I going to ever stop thinking about it? And, you know, it's been 12 years and there's still things that hurt. And so, you know, for those of you that are listening, just understand that, that there's, but there's also just a tremendous amount of grace. And I think that when you're dealing with physical intimacy and you've had some sort of a betrayal, that there's, there is this offering of grace on both sides. And there's also this um, acknowledging that there's a place where we need to be because God has um, created it and given it as a gift to us, and there's a place we need to get. And so what do we need to do and how do we need to work as hard as we can work to get to that point so that we're honoring God with our physical life, Mm -hmm. but we're also drawing together um, you know, and being intimate on a level that we're supposed to be. And mm-hmm. so, you know, if because of a betrayal, if you're just like, well, I'm never going to get over this and I'm just, you know, there's no way we're going to, well, it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of grace on both sides and it takes a lot of communication. And, you know, we said we were going to mention some do's and don'ts in the, in the bedroom mm-hmm. and you, mm-hmm. You know, you talked about just kind of where you are in this season and what you enjoy. And to be real honest, you know, there's not a lot of 
don't do this, Mm -hmm. you know, between a husband and a wife. If, you know, if you, um, if you are comfortable, you know, you, whatever you and your spouse are in agreement, you never, never do anything that your spouse is not comfortable with. Now for us, we, we do believe, and you can, you know, you can say whatever you want to say, but for us, we do believe that there's no reason to introduce pornography into, you know, um, into your physical relationship. Mm -hmm. And some people believe that that's just a way to spice up marriage and stuff. We just, we just call bull on that. And, um, because, because it might spice it up for one time or whatever, but eventually you're bringing in someone else into your marriage. And even if it's on a screen Mm -hmm. and it's just dangerous. That's right. And what's happening on that screen is not God honoring. Absolutely. It's not, you know, it's, that's not something from the Lord. And so it doesn't need to be brought into your marriage at all. And so for us, you know, that's, that's one of those hard, you know, rules that Mm -hmm. we, that we just really believe in. But besides that, we just feel like there's a ton of freedom for, for couples. And so let's tell a little bit about this resource. So just real quick, because I I don't, I want to give a little bit of time to this and I don't want you to miss this. So the way this came about, I actually was listening um, to another podcast and uh, there was a couple on there. Um, Their names are Alex and Katie. Uh, and they run a business called Every Love Intimates, and they were talking about um, their business, and the concept was incredible. And I remember you and I going on a uh-huh. walk, and I said, Heather, I was like, there's this couple that has started basically is like a lingerie company, and it's more than that because they really are on this journey to try to help uh, couples rediscover and uh physical intimacy and just really, you know, finding out ways to help people's, um, sex lives. And the coolest thing about it is because obviously they are believers and their, um, website, there are no models on Mm -hmm. their website. And I think that is the most incredible thing because for a husband, in my opinion, doesn't need to be shopping for lingerie where they're looking at, looking at women that have been Mm -hmm. airbrushed and look completely you know that's just i i have a big problem with that yep. well and i remember when you told me i said well i have a big problem with it with women looking that's at right. it and i actually think that's their mm-hmm. m- more of their focus is that you know the the women looking and comparing themselves and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and so um so i just you know i remember telling you i said those are the kind of people that i want to support like we don't have a sponsor mm-hmm. and um and i i don't know I, I have some strong feelings about that but um but i remember saying you know this would you know this is a, a business that i would like to be able to share you know mm-hmm. on our podcast I, I bet it wasn't a week, maybe two weeks later, where we actually got contacted by them. Mm-hmm. And they were like, hey, we'd love for you to know more about us. And so hopefully we'll have a chance to have them on our show at some point. But um, but they sent us a box because what they do is they have this subscription. And the subscription to, um, it's called a date night subscription. And it's every other month. So six months out of the year, they send you this box, and they sent us one, and it was amazing. Like, so professionally. We'll, we'll take some pictures yes, and put it on social we'll media and stuff it. like mm-hmm. that. But um, but it's this box that comes to you, and 
the best part about it is, you know, when you talk about do's and don'ts in the bedroom and things that you like, there's a little bit of everything in there. Um, of course, the focal point is a piece of lingerie, mm-hmm. which was which was incredible. It's a very beautiful piece mm-hmm. and very, I mean, very nicely made. Um, but then there's all these other little things like massage oils. There's there was in this particular box there was a neck, but they all <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> they all have a theme. Yeah, each box has a theme. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, I want you guys to check it out. It's called EveryLoveIntimates.com. And the uh, the great thing is, is that they're giving our listeners a discount. So the discount code is Redeemed Marriage, and we're gonna we're gonna advertise that throughout the week. Um, but you can get thirty percent off of their subscription box, and also any of the just single pieces of lingerie that they sell on their site. So we Heather's over there opening the box up because the cool thing is is that I mean you can go through and some of it like we're not we won't use some of it probably right. because okay. it's just that's just not but maybe one day that's right I mean who knows right. you know and may- they they have these connecting questions for great relationships and yeah. um what's this thing called Oh, a garter. A garter. A garter. Yeah. It had a beautiful garter. And I've worn this lingerie, and it's mm-hmm. beautiful. And they have a necklace. There an, was a infinity necklace. Infinity necklace in there and some club soda. And you mentioned this um, vanilla body oil mm-hmm. and some cocktail cubes. It was it was just, a vi- and it's very professional, very yes. elegant, um, super nice. So, yep. look, this one of the things that, you know, if we're going to, talk about something and preach about something. We also want to give some some ideas. And I just think this is a great one because mm-hmm. there's so much that, you know, like I said, it may be that you get one of these boxes and you're like, well, I won't use half of it, but it doesn't matter. I mean, it gives, it it just gives you some different ideas mm-hmm. and things that you can use. It gives you ideas, spurs on ideas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the great thing about it is for those of you that are struggling to reconnect on a physical level, especially if, um, you know, there's been betrayal or something like that, my encouragement to you is you, you, you have to step out on a limb and, Mm -hmm. and try like, like it's gonna be hard and you've got to get more and more, um, comfortable. And sometimes it takes something like this. And maybe that's you and your spouse talking and you say, Hey, you know, I am, I'm still struggling in this, but maybe let's, let's try something, you know, get, get one of these boxes and just the excitement of waiting mm-hmm. for it to come, like I was, I was super pumped about it. And uh, you know, I remember going and checking the mail and be like, "Yes, yeah. it's finally here." <laughs> I mean, I, you know, it was just so great. And this, is, and we've been married for 27 years, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. So, anyway, I would encourage you to check them out. Everyloveintimates.com. Um, use that code redeemed marriage, get 30% off. And, and we don't get any kickback no, from nothing. that. We're it's, just, we just believe in what they're that's doing. Right. I think that's it's right. a great, I, do too. I think it's a great thing. And so we want to, yeah. we want to support them and push, and push their, and product. we would love to have them on our show. Yeah. Sometime. Yeah, definitely. So we just, we, we have been really busy and getting ready for this re rebrand and mm-hmm. launch and all that. And so we didn't want any more time to go by without promoting their, their stuff because it's because it was so great for us. So anyway, all right, we need to shut her down. We've gone way over time. Sorry. So, Hey, we wanted to make sure that you got all the information we could throw at you. So, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening.